When should a child be talking? Should you worry if your child isn't talking yet? And what can you do to boost your child's language development? These are just some of the common questions I get about speech and language development. And if that's what you're wondering about, listen to this episode of the Discerning Parenting Podcast. Are there days you feel you've had it with the sleepless nights, the temper tantrums, the constant fatigue of trying to keep up with an active baby? Does it feel like you're always working so hard as a parent, trying to do everything for your kids and family, and yet it never feels enough? We get it. You love your child more than anything, and yet parenting is also exhausting and challenging, especially when you're bombarded with criticism and pressure to be the perfect parent, which, spoiler alert, does not exist. That's why we created Discerning Parenting, the podcast that helps you cut through the noise and focus on what truly matters in your parenting journey. This podcast is jam-packed with valuable insights and practical tips specifically tailored for parents of kids age 5 and below. So join us and discover how you can use the combined power of science, knowing your child, and your own intuition in making the best parenting decisions for you and your family. episode, we'll talk about toddler language development. Now, there are two types of language development milestones that doctors look for in children. Receptive language is how well a child understands what they hear. So, in the first three years of life, these are some of the important receptive language milestones. This would be turning when you call their name, knowing the things that they see every day, like let's say a ball, a block, or a spoon understanding parts of the body, and following commands. At the start, it will be a one-step command like, give me the ball. And then later on, they can follow two-step commands like, pack up your toys and wash your hands. So these are receptive language milestones. There are also expressive language milestones. These would be the sounds that your child will make and the words that they say. And these are the major expressive language milestones in the first three years of life. So they can start by cooing. Young babies will do this. These are making sounds that consist mostly of vowels. And then they will learn to babble. So these are repeated syllables like da-da-da, ta-ta-ta, ma-ma-ma. And then there's also jargoning. These would be words that sound like language. But they may not be clear yet at first. And sometimes parents will describe jargoning as saying something like, she sounds like she's speaking in a foreign language. And then around the time of their first birthday, or even earlier, many babies would soon be speaking their first word. And this is an exciting time. And then at around 18 months, we expect kids to have around 7 to 10 words, and then around 50 words at 2 years of age. And then from then on, there's this explosion of language skills. Now, what is the takeaway here? First, when we look at language development, we don't look just at the words that a child will say, but we also look at how they understand. So we have to look at both receptive and expressive language. And the second takeaway here is that when a child is already starting to talk, there should be different kinds of words. Some would refer to people, so they would say mom or dad. 
Some would refer to everyday objects like a ball or a spoon. Some would refer to things they're interested in, like maybe animals, things they see around them, or toys, and maybe a few adjectives and action words like cold, ouch, play, or eat. If a child has many words, but they are all the same thing, maybe they're all different types of vehicles, or they're only the numbers 1 to 20, or they're only colors, or only different animals, and there are no other words in a child's vocabulary, or if a child is saying several words but does not follow commands, mention this to your doctor. I emphasize this because very often, kids can get referred to us late already and we miss out on the critical time for early intervention because the child has many words. And these words mask the fact that the child actually has some language delay. If you see signs that there might be delays in language, or at any time you have concerns about your child's language development, or maybe you're concerned about whether or not your child can hear well, you should also tell your doctor. Also, and I want to emphasize this, words should be used with communicative intent. What does this mean? This means that your child should be using words to interact with others and not just reciting something by rote. So it's important also to look at the nonverbal aspect of language. So for example, your child sees a bird. Your child will point to the bird and then look at you, look at the bird, look at you, look at the bird. This is called joint attention. It's a very, very important skill we look for. And then your child will say, bird. That is excellent. That is what we want to look for. And this one, using language to communicate, it's much more important than, let's say, being able to recite the alphabet or learning to count to 10 by rote. What is important for your child to learn during the toddler years is combining words and gestures and tone and facial expressions to be able to communicate with others. Even something like, if they know how to take turns in a conversation, let's say they will say something whether or not it's clear, and then they pause, and then they listen to what you say. These are all things that kids are learning at this time, and we often take these things for granted, but they are important. So now that we've had a very brief overview of your toddler's language development, and this is by no means comprehensive, if you want to know more, head over to toddler-talking.com. And then you'll see the links to order my book, Toddler Talking, How to Boost Your Child's Language and Brain Development in Three Easy Steps to Learn More About It. But how do you get started with stimulating your toddler's language development? What do you need to have? Do you need to buy all of these toys? Do you need to buy flashcards? Do you need to buy this fancy program? And the answer is nothing. Seriously, you don't need to buy anything. You don't need to spend for the latest toy that promises to help your child develop language skills. You don't need to enroll your baby or toddler in fancy classes or buy that expensive online program. What do you need to do? You need to talk and converse and connect with your child. Research has shown that the more words a child hears, the better his language develops. And these words have to be directed at your child. 
your child has to hear these words actually spoken to them. That's why it's important to talk with your child in everyday situations. For example, during bath time or meal time or when something happens, like, oh, look, look at that cat that just passed by outside our window or you spilled your drink. That's okay. We can clean it up. And this is not judgment, but I'd also like to point out that words that a child hears from videos or gadgets don't count. Research shows that toddlers don't learn from watching TV or videos. They compared brain scans of babies who heard an actual person speaking versus those who just watched a video. And when they look at the brain scans, they show that when it's an actual person speaking a foreign language to them, like for example, a grandparent who speaks a second or a third language talking to them, they do retain the memory of having heard that language. But if they just watch a video, they don't retain this. Now, I know you may have heard kids who maybe heard the video and then repeat the words, but simply repeating a word by rote after hearing it from a video is different from actually using it with communicative intent. After all, what parent hasn't heard a toddler constantly repeat what they hear from a video and sometimes the results can be embarrassing? But this is different from actual understanding and learning. And now I'd like to end the episode with seven tips for success in language stimulation. Tip number one, talk with your child. Interact with her. We cannot say this enough. There is no substitute for talking with your child with your child seeing your gestures and your facial expressions, this is the single best thing you can do for brain development. And when talking with babies, researchers also found that using what they call parentese, which is a higher-pitched voice, will catch their attention better. And this is probably why many people instinctively talk with babies this way. And tip number two, respond to what your child says. When your child says something, you respond. Look at them. You look at where they're pointing. And researchers call this serve and return interactions, and they are extremely important for the developing brain. Third, get down on the floor and play with your child. Babies and young kids learn through play, so get down to their level where you're face-to-face with each other. And let them be creative. Fourth, read a book with your child every day. And no age is too early to start. You can start as early as when your child is a baby. And remember, Reading with your child is not the same as teaching them to read. The purpose is to interact with them. Let them feel safe and comforted as you cuddle them while you read. Enjoy the experience of making silly sounds, trying different voices, and making all sorts of facial expressions. Fifth, don't stress about teaching academic skills. The first three years of life are all about interactive communication, play, movement, and learning social and emotional skills. They are not about academics. There's plenty of time to learn the ABCs later. I know many parents today are worried about whether their kids will do well in school, and this becomes an unnecessary source of stress. Now, as a parent, we already have so many stressors, so let's not add this needless stress. 
Research shows that the most successful people in life are those who have developed skills like emotional regulation and people skills. And we build them by having strong connections and interactive communication early in life and not by focusing on academic skills. Sixth, put down your smartphone. Again, this is not a judgment. I know it can be a challenge. But research shows that being on a smartphone cuts down on a parent's ability to respond to a child's cues. And this can interfere with communication and serve and return interactions that are vital for brain development. And finally, you can sing nursery rhymes together and dance and exercise also. Nursery rhymes help with language development. Again, these are nursery rhymes that you can sing together in person and not the kind on screens. And doing the physical activity and movement when you dance along with these songs and rhymes, they can also support overall brain development. And as a bonus, research also shows that more active kids have a more expansive vocabulary. So, in the Discerning Parenting podcast, we have other episodes about toddler development, so be sure to go back to our other episodes too. And also, head over to discerningparenting.com slash toolkit. We have a free parenting toolkit and this includes a guide with a week of language stimulating activities for toddlers. And if you want to read more about toddler language development or if you're worried about your child's language skills, head over to toddler-talking.com and get my book, Toddler Talking, Boost Your Child's Language and Brain Development in Three easy steps. Here, we'll delve deeper into toddler language development, what are the developmental milestones, exactly how to do these language stimulation tips, and there's also a chapter with a step-by-step plan on what to do if you're worried that your child might have language delay. So thank you for listening to this episode and be sure to follow the Discerning Parenting Podcast.